been a while since we lasted the uh, podcast. Yeah, a good few weeks. We need to get some better photos taken. Oh, you didn't like the last photo? Not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you busy? Always. Yeah. You've been out and about. You've been sprinting. Yeah, we've been doing a design sprint uh, with partners up the road. Um, and that's been going well. And I've been waiting to hear whether I'm doing a design sprint next week as well. Uh, and yeah, it'd be good. Hope too, because that would be the first time I can use the London studio. Oh, very I nice. I haven't been there yet. You haven't been there at all? No. It's really cool. It's really, it's tall. There's about four floors and um, there's a cat that hangs around outside. It looks half like an old school mm. and half like if the original Ghostbusters building was put on its side. <laughs> it's, it's got yeah. that kind of ye olde looky of it but uh it's nice it's it's a really good space and you'll get in there the area where everyone works um and it's kind of like the designers have all like taken over the mezzanine at the top i love it it's like they've got there and they've been like that's ours they need raining in We're it's like that. they they've made a fort and <laughs> you know that's their den yeah uh yeah no look forward to ho- hopefully hopefully we get the okay and that all goes well ah right I feel like we've settled down in the couch of of podcast recording. We're in the zone. We're, We're in, in the a, zone. In a flow. Although I am completely zapped from just doing a design sprint. <laughs> I don't know how people do it. They're like, oh, we're, we're going to do some work for all day. And now I've got energy to create some content. But anyway, let's see how it goes. So you had an idea of something to talk about today. And that was to do with mentorship. Yeah. I think it's it's a bit of a, a back to school thing, maybe, because yeah. it's you know it's it's that time everyone's going back to school and the unis are coming back in again soon, um, and I know that it's something that I've done a few, a few times over the last couple of years has been a, a mentor at um, Southampton Stonet University, the uni near here that I went to as oh, well. Oh, you've been a mentor there, right? Yeah, okay. but I also went through the process myself and was mentored by someone there as well. So uh-huh. it's um. Yeah, what, it's a good little program. Lecturer or something, or a no? It professor? was by um, an external person um, uh, who actually worked at Carnival, the cruise company. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was quite cool. And the way it works over there is you you um, you get partnered up with them, kind of based on industries that you want to go into and areas that you're interested in. And then you have to meet like once a month for six months or something, and you uh, can help them out with CVs or you know interview tips or anything like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. It's quite it's quite structured and, and formal. So it's but then it's up to you really how you run it if you just want to go and meet for coffees or whatever. Yeah. And I've done uh, mentoring both kind of sides. I've, I've either mentored people or I had a coach for a while um, mm-hmm. that, that helped me with a few things. Uh, but why, why do you think mentoring is important? I mean, where, when does it come into, when did it come into your kind of field of vision? But I know that talking to uh, students and and I posed a question on Twitter a few days ago about it. You know how 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 do people learn and where they value learning from? And they talked about one to ones and and you know getting that personal connection, which is quite different to doing a online course or a a three year degree or anything like that. So why do you think mentoring is pretty hot? 
I mean, it first came up for me because I was at uni um, and I was doing a master's and it was kind of a thing that they always, they pushed onto postgraduate students. So for me, it did come around in that very kind of formulaic way of, you know, this is available to you. You must have a mentor. You must have a mentor. (laughs) But I do think it is um, something that quite a lot of students are looking for anyway, but maybe they don't really know how to find someone or how to ask of someone without feeling like there's anything that they can give back. Mm. Um, You know, lots of people will have kind of designers or people that they follow on Twitter and will admire, but maybe aren't quite sure how to reach out and say, could I have five minutes of your time over a coffee or something like that? Um, It's it's probably quite difficult if you feel like you're just going to be asking them for information and an insider insight into the industry and you don't Mm. really have much to offer back. So offering up your time is... It's a valuable thing for a lot of people. So that that's the dilemma of the mentee, I guess. Yeah. And then mentors, they they want to share what they know. Sometimes they do it for free. Sometimes they might charge, I guess. Yeah. And I mean, I guess you could have like, you know, lots of people in the industry have either like imposter syndrome or something like that. People always feel like they don't have a lot to share because they don't know that they have all the knowledge that they know. Mm. To them, it's just what they know. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't have thought about mentoring at the uni until they came to me and said, you know, we'd, we'd like you to share yeah, your yeah. experiences with students. Yeah. Um, so it's probably a lot of people who don't think that they can share stuff actually have a lot to give to, to people coming through. Yeah, yeah. I've been a, have I been a professional mentor? I was mentoring the UX course at Career Foundry for, I think, a couple of years. And um, that was really checking in with each student as they were going through the web course and and making sure that they understood why they were doing the exercises and and getting them more kind of job ready is is what they'd say uh and and provide that like you say that real world insight and, and that kind of thing uh and then i guess my personal journey for being a mentee is i i looked for a coach God, when was it? It was probably three years ago now. Mm-hmm. And I was in a job that I, it, it was kind of like the third iteration of, of the job that I was doing. I was a UX designer and I didn't know really where I was going, what I, I was doing, what I wanted to head for. So I found uh, a coach uh, who goes by the name of Flow Coacher, who I found through following uh sophie radcliffe who does the challenge sophie kind of adventure lifestyle stuff and that was really good that was like uh have either have a skype call uh every month or sometimes i'd go to see him in london Mm -hmm. uh and probably pull a sickie that day and just go up and see him uh and uh you know that that was paid but there there was a plan it, it felt like he he had you know i'm going to take you from where you are and i'm going to take you to to where we believe you need to do yeah. and here's a few exercises so i guess for him uh chris if you're listening he he had a a product or service that he was selling but he had kind of taken the best of i i think he used um strengths finder and a few other exercises to extract that mm-hmm. from me um but every every month i i kind of found out more about myself and 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 got to a point of uh kind of answering the questions that i had going into it um but 
Today, I think I get mentorship or, you know, maybe inspiration on... on it. We're talking about careers, aren't we? Yeah. Really, it's, it's guidance to what you're doing and where you should go and answering how you should get there, I guess. Um, I get a lot from <laughs> Instagram stories. Okay. Uh, because you get a kind of fly-on-the-wall perspective of how people are running their businesses or, or, or conducting design or something. Yeah, that day-to-day -day insight rather than yeah. just the showy things. And, and listening to other podcasts and watching uh, Facebook Lives and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and even watching Gary Vaynerchuk stuff. Uh, I am learning. Yeah. But maybe not directly for my career path, more kind of around it. Mm-hmm. So I get something out of that. But yeah, do do you do you mentor at the moment still with the university? Or? Um, no, I think it's actually just about to start up again for a new okay. year. So I have got it on my to-do list to get in touch with them and also put it out wider etch and see if we can be the most represented mentoring company at Solent University. That's bold. If anyone's up for the challenge. Um, but it, it is really good. And you do go along and you have kind of... Um, mentor training mm -hmm. so you do kind of you know a few sessions about you know the do's and don'ts but also you know what these what these students are going to be looking for and there are things available like um unconscious bias training and yeah. stuff like that as well which is really interesting um and then there's always the bit it's really weird so they have the the mentors in one room and the mentees in the other room and then they do like the kind of the matchmaking <laughs> it's really strange so they have it with like a wall partition in between <laughs> and then they open it up and it's like both rooms are just kind of sitting there staring at each other like it's mass what? blind dates it really is yeah and also no matter how kind of like nervous the mentors are about like meeting their new students the students who you think probably be like you know students always like I don't know, playing it cool, being cocky, laid back, whatever. Yeah. They're always so nervous to meet their, their, mentee, their mentors, the yeah. people in the industry and, you know, start learning and everything. It's, it's really interesting to see, like, kind of what the relationship starts off like. That's, it's, that's crazy. Yeah. like, you don't know what you're going to get and, yeah. or who you're going to get. And, yeah, I guess, I guess they've got to somehow, like, align. Like, yeah, this student yeah. wants to know this, this mentor mm. can... That and they, thing. I think they match it up and you know what kind of opportunities you can provide. So um, the first time I did the mentorship scheme, I was working um, at my last agency um, and my, my mentee came in and did like a three week work experience program with us. And yeah. we kind of got to take around to events and stuff. And then we went to, um, do you know Glug? Who put on? Yeah, Glug yeah, yeah. We yeah. went to their um, summer party and did quite a lot of networking for her and, and things like that. Um, so that, that kind of thing was quite good. And then my last guy, um, we we just kind of met up for coffee quite often and talked through like his CV and job opportunities that he had coming up mm. and everything. So it's good. It kind of works in however, you know, however works best for that particular student or yeah. whatever opportunities they're looking for. Yeah. yeah. That, like I, for, for the mentor side, like of course the mentee's going to get a lot, but actually when I was mentoring, I feel like I was, it was kind of like a, a revision session for me. Like, oh, yeah, that exercise is good for that. Or I'd never considered it put that way before mm. and, and that kind of thing. So I guess it's it's kind of flexible teaching, but revising. and that Yeah, kind of and thing. there's also uh, just so many things that I kind of noticed, like, when, um, you know, when they're 
applying for their first jobs and like the kind of things they're putting in their covering letters and that which you think actually I probably put a lot of that in there as well but it just doesn't need to be there like yeah yeah, all the kind of extra superfluous things that you do at uni or like I don't know my I think probably my first job I probably listed like every single Microsoft Office program that I could use or something like that you know just nobody cares just this is what you need to get out there and this is what you need to say about yourself oh on that like there, there was a discussion somewhere uh about on, on some CVs or portfolios, you see like a, a skill graph. Okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am four stars out of five <laughs> at using Photoshop. Who's rated you this? And like, <laughs> you rated yourself. Like, what, what are you trying to do? Yeah. And I understand it to a point. Like, if, if you're not so good in an area, then, then you do it. But you don't need to show that on the CV. Yeah. Like, that will come through when you actually get the job and you're actually doing something. But... Just just saying, oh, you know, I am five out of five of this. It's like, no, we will tell you if you're five <laughs> out of five. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I on, the, on the CV thing uh, and portfolios, I find, because we're, we're set up in such a way, Etch, where uh, I see visual designers and user experience designers as separate things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we pair them up and then it's this beautiful harmony of magic happens. Yeah. Like solving problems and making them work and look awesome. And, uh, for a UX designer, I don't really care so much about a visual portfolio. Mm -hmm. Um, and when I have kind of advised them, I'm like, just, just show me a case study from the problem to the solution and you did a retrospective and actually I want to see more photos of, of how things got to the point not the final product Mm -hmm. whereas for a a visual designer I'm like just show me the final product and tell me a bit about how you got there and some of the problems and but and and in that context I'm kind of oh you showed three variations and the client picked two and then you had to like those are the kind of things I'm interested in so those those are, are different but the the CV is is kind of the same and I totally agree that um, you know, I I would often list everything on there, mm. uh, and there's always a lot of the telling, and it's it's you need to dig that that showing out yeah. of them. You know, the you, quite often when people are coming out of uni, you get the whole I am very skilled at, and I have experience in doing this, and it's yeah. like, oh, do you? Where is it? What have you done? Just show me, tell me, it's good. I want to exactly. know. And, and like at the end, they got like a clean driving license, and yeah. <laughs> uh, my hobbies are this, and I'm like, oh, that's great, but you know, that's super cute. Uh, <laughs> But I just want to know what you've done and why you've done it. And CVs are particularly, I know we've gone on the CV track, but if I decided my career path, it would look different. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think I think careers are really dependent on where you interviewed. Did you accept that? But did you accept it on career progression or the money available or were you living in the same town and stuff? Like yeah, judging yeah. an applicant off their CV is is I yeah. it doesn't make a lot of sense I don't know if it really tallies up and I I I don't know about you I certainly started here after you but when I started here I don't think I actually even sent a CV through to Etch until after I'd met the team yeah. because it's not it's not as important is it it's you know it's about the fit it's about what you can do and mm. you know okay you went to uni you went to school you've got some GCSEs and and on the the uni thing uh didn't recently google and apple and some say you know what we're not going to require degrees from our applicants oh really now. yeah oh, okay so you know what does a degree show 
and and how's it going to help this job uh and so yeah the 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 cv is being kind of belittled by uh by some people it's a nice challenge though isn't it how can we redesign the cv yeah (laughs) silence uh that's your thinking face how about um we'll we'll probably go back to to mentoring and and the core topic but what does a portfolio for a content designer look like don't ask me (laughs) (laughs) i don't have one i was thinking about that when you're talking about you need one like well it's always good to be able to show examples, but I was just kind of thinking about it when you were saying about the difference between the UX designers and the visual designers. Because mm. I think that process is ridiculously useful and important for content design. Um, you know, if you can show kind of outputs of content crits or how you've used uh, research and, you know, the things that help you get to that point rather than... I I think showing that you're a good content designer means that showing that you've fully listened to the users and that you've done everything that you can to to put that process in place so being able to show that that process and how you got to the end result um yeah and I guess in a a funny way that kind of leads us towards the other thing that we don't like which is content audits and you know how you how you measure how well something's doing and benchmarking and things like that but Yeah. yeah the process is important yeah audits is definitely a subject for another time yeah i I, yeah (laughs) don't get me started on that yes as an expert tell tell us what you think it's like i don't know (laughs) if i'm a ux expert really the user should tell us uh yeah so mentoring for me at the moment Mm. i'll I'll talk about me because yeah go for it it's it's my favorite subject yep i where do i other than kind of social media where i'm i'm watching and learning um i do quiz uh tom quite a bit okay so for anyone that doesn't know and we should probably explain etch a bit more in every episode this could be in the first episode for someone yeah and true. They're like what on earth are they talking about welcome who are to they? etch who are these people uh tom frame is the group md here at etch and um an ex-designer he's he's kind of run the business with Shelley and others for, for 18 years or so. And uh, there's just a whole heap of knowledge there. And if anything, my learning as a product designer is more about understanding growth and how businesses work and run and mm-hmm. how they, you know, even even so far as what they think is important and the words they use and, and anything like that. So he, he helps me on that. Uh, and, you know, we'll, we'll often, uh, just, just say, you know, go for it and, you know, prove us otherwise, or, you know, it gives me that, that spark and that, that energy burst that I need sometimes. Yeah. And, and maybe that's what good mentoring does. It, It kind of, uh, either agrees or disagrees with what you come in with or, or sets mm-hmm. you a new goal or something. And maybe because it's from someone else, you might, it's kind of like going to the gym and having a personal trainer. If you know someone's waiting there or or they've set you, yourself something, mm. then you don't want to disappoint them. Yeah. And it goes back to the homework conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's being accountable. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want to disappoint this person if I don't do what we agreed or, uh, or that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I think it's, it's amazing. Uh, 
certainly if you need it. Some people claim they don't need mentoring. And, you know, they'll, they'll just be naive and, and just go, go forward. Or they've just learned through graft and, and, and whatever. Yeah, but even if they have learned through that way, there's still, you know, there's always more that you can learn from other people and just kind of listening to other people's experience and, you know, trying something new. Yeah. Never stop learning. No, I, I imagine the, the, the cave people around the fire sharing stories and yeah. learning something about what what this person did to kind of slay a woolly mammoth and yeah, you're learning. Yeah. yeah, it's all good. Ah, shall we have a five minute interlude about John Lewis? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Is there anything that's annoying you this week, Ross? Oh my God. <laughs> I was going to give it its own episode, but I just can't, can't stop. <laughs> it's just okay so ask me what my beef with is with john lewis so ross <laughs> maybe we need a segment we need like a uh, ross's beef of the week ross's beef this week <laughs> uh, uh yeah john lewis the uh the accountancy firm john lewis and sons i just like i don't know what they were trying to achieve with a rebrand so for anyone that doesn't know, uh, John Lewis and Waitrose had a rebrand uh, last announced Wednesday last week. Yeah, because it was then, yeah. part of the Great British Bake Off advert uh, type thing, I believe. Yes. Uh, and they did the kind of John Lewis video. And then at the end of it showed this bizarre screen of... The old logos at the top and then the new logos underneath. And initially I didn't I didn't understand it. I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe they're they're showing more about the partnership and you know they're, they're, they've made they they've got different logos for the partnership. It was only after Googling it afterwards that yeah. I realized they were actually bringing in a new logo. And then it was further cemented when I went on johnlewis.com and I was like, what is that What's black happened? thing? in the top left yeah. with funny lines on it and I, I have you done much reading into it have you been kind of looking at any justification for the rebrand or are you avoiding it and being an angry old man shouting well, at the sky I know that Creative Boom which uh, I do see now and again have done an interview with the uh, the people pentagram that did it, uh, and I haven't read that interview. Okay, uh, I've just brought it up now, but I'm not really going to learn what I need to. And I, but I I don't really care about the justification of it. I I just kind of <laughs> I I don't I don't know why if if it was to do something. Like, oh, what I don't want to read is, oh, we wanted to breathe new life into the, the company or yeah. we, 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 we felt like uh, we needed to align with, with modern values or anything. I, I, just, I just treat that as just noise. Mm -hmm. Like, I just, yeah. What I want to know is whether it is a, if, if John Lewis did this and Nike did what they've done recently, Mm-hmm then I'm saying more props to Nike than yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, and also, also what, what, what does this achieve for, for their customer base or is it new customers? I, mm. I don't really know. 
Um, so yeah, and and yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to leave it at that. I mean, I'm going to read the interview. I'm going to understand a bit more about it, and maybe you know, to be confirmed, what Ross actually thinks about it. Not being a brand designer, however, I just saw it and just immediately kind of brain vomed. Yep. I was like, what have you done? Must try harder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else you've seen in the past week that's boiled your brain? Um, no. We've had some good, some good grammar, grammar discussions. Yeah. Like in our studio today. <laughs> 47 comments about whether to capitalise design sprint or not. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's good. You've been out at a design sprint all day. Come yeah. back and seen her. And seen just a flurry of activity about two capital letters. <laughs> it's been a rough day. <laughs> it's been crazy. Uh, have you seen uh, Sarah Richards' new print collateral? Her posters. Yeah. Yes, they're cool, aren't they? Do you want to go steal them like when you went to WeWork last time and you might have procured a cup? Shh. Okay. Two cups. Two cups. Um, also, the aforementioned Tom, Group MD, did bring me in a stolen mug the other day from... He, he might have been given that. I mean... Oh, maybe. I Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, My desk is just becoming full of like mugs that trophies. I didn't pay for. Trophies, yeah. yeah. So next episode, hopefully record maybe next week. But if not next week, might wait a few weeks because I might be jetting off to San Francisco. Amazing. Why don't I dial... And you're going to Chicago. Yeah, why don't I dial in from Chicago and then you dial in from San Fran? And then we'll be international jet-setting podcasters. I, I imagine a huge delay as someone <laughs> says something and like... Hello? Yes, thank you. <laughs> like, hello? Mm. Are you there? <laughs> <laughs> yes, mm, I am. Uh, yeah, cool. Um, awesome. Uh, so mentoring is good. Find a mentor. Be a mentor. Be a mentor. Stop shopping at John Lewis. Um, Do you know I've just bought so much stuff from John Lewis? Do I have to send it all back? Uh, someone's actually got something. Oh, yeah. No way. Yeah. Um, the box has the old branding on it as well. Yeah, see? It's not... Well, the thing is, co-op hasn't even got that far yet anyway. That's true. Yeah. Mm. Well, at least they're not doing a Burberry and burning it all. Burberry? What? <laughs> there, there is a branding episode here. Like, people that know nothing about branding, but Burberry, what on earth did they do? Like, uh, Not diluting the brand, Ross. I feel like they pretty much halved the valuation or something uh, with that. I mean, like, that feels like... Oh, ooh, ooh, if we're talking about reducing valuation as well, at some point we've got to get on to Elon Musk. And yeah. what I thought was... <laughs> Like an onion article, but so no. <laughs> there, there, I, I read there's a bit of a conspiracy with that. So he is, <laughs> so the story goes, he is on purpose devaluing the brand so this, that he can buy it. This is what Don was saying, right? Right. Well, yeah. maybe, yes. I saw Don saying that on Twitter and I thought, yeah. ooh, that's interesting. I bet, I bet Tom has some uh, thoughts about that. But yeah, it, fe <laughs> it feels great. Like... It, it, it's so it's so Elon, but yeah, shareholders don't really like that kind of stuff, do they? 
Not so much, doesn't it? Have you watched the interview? No, I I've just seen the stills it. of it. Yeah, like a monged <laughs> <His> out <face>. musk. <laughs> like, uh, Maybe we should like recreate it for our podcast photos or something. Like. Yeah, monged out. Yeah, good lad. Um, cool. Yes, so this might be a good time to end. Let's do that. Thank you, Amy. Thanks, Ross. That was more conversational than me interviewing pseudo kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Wondered what you were going to say there. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. See you later. Bye. Bye.